The following is a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is the Minutia Men Celebrity Interview with Rick Kempfer and Dave Stern. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is the Minutia Men Celebrity Interview with Rick and Dave. Hey, hey. That's the most enthusiastic I've ever seen you in anything. <laughs> that is that was real enthusiasm there, uh, Dave. This week's guest is really it's unlike any other guest we've had on the show. He's not the first musician we've had on. He's maybe not even the most uh, you know famous musician we've had on. He's not even the first guitarist. He's not the first keyboardist, but he is the first ever guitarist. Please welcome to the show the greatest guitarist, guitarist, <laughs> guitar in the world, guitar Jeff Abbott. How are you, Jeff? Hey, I'm great, and uh, thank you uh, both for uh, asking me to come on the show. That's oh. great. You know, when, when I say that you're the greatest, I, I've actually watched the videos of you. You're unbelievably good. Um, my question is, how do you get started playing that instrument in the first place? How do you get started playing the guitar? Uh, you know, back in the day, what was what was the thing that got you to that instrument? Girls, really? Oh, okay. Yeah. Thanks for yeah. coming on the show, That's Jeff. Been a great show. Yeah. Thank it, you very it, much. It, and Jeff has don't been. You just love yeah. those, don't you love those one word answers? <laughs> no. It, um, it, it, truth be known, I, I was always a lead vocalist, and back in the day, I was stuck behind really big Hammond organs and you know stationary keyboards and you know guitar players never had a sense of humor to let let us come up to the front yeah you know so that was really the inspiration and then in 79 i caught wind that uh moog was coming out with the first commercially released guitar now it was not called a guitar by the way at oh. that point in time uh, there's an interesting story about the guitar. I'll share that with you momentarily. But need, uh, needless to say, um, the the rep from Moog made a really drastic mistake. He gave me his contact number at Moog. His, <laughs> his name was Leon Fokowski, and I drove him crazy. Where's this thing? When am I getting? When they get it? So long story short, I got one of the first liberations ever released, uh, and and the rest is history. And so. You know what? So it was called the liberation at that time. Yeah, it was, yeah, and I think you know the the logic behind the lib was you know it's liberating you from being stuck, be uh, stuck behind a keyboard. Oh, you know, yeah, it's, that it makes sense. A, I guess yeah, the guitar, yeah. the guitar, yeah. is a better name. So for, describe that for those of our listeners who don't know what a guitar is. Describe sure. a little bit what what a, what is a guitar? Okay, a guitar is a portable instrument that you wear around your neck. Um, that looks like a cooler phallic symbol than a guitar. Um, and and I happen to play mine wireless. Now, with the models that I have, um, the left hand in that gray area, that little gray area you see there, I have two octaves of pitch bending with all of the semitones. Wow. So all of the cool guitar bends that you hear, um, that's all coming from the left hand. Oh. Wow. It, you know, to me, the 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 uh, the piano is always the instrument that stopped me from, you know, becoming a musician because the the being able it's be, hard. Well, and <laughs> using you know your both hands doing totally different things, right? It's like the whole rubbing yourself on the on the on the head while patting something, doing two things at once, mm -hmm. totally differently mm -hmm. with your two hands. And now you're not just doing that; 
you're playing like a guitar with one hand and a, a piano, uh, and a with, piano the yeah. with the other, basically, right? Yes, I, I couldn't be said better. Yes, so, exactly right. So how did you make the the transition from organ, piano, to then adding that next dynamic? The, yeah, I mean, that, that must have been a, that must a been learning a, process. It must have been terribly hard, or was it? Quite a process, actually. I, you know, I, and, and I, I love guitar players. So I don't want to paint a picture that I'm anti-guitar players. But one of the issues that I ran into when I was doing session work was guitar players showing up and showing up on time and being prepared. Mm. And so it really put me on a course to start going after guitar techniques. Now, back in the beginning, the, the first national coverage I had was with Keyboard Magazine. And you could not do chords at that point in time. You could do leads, but not chords. And I, I picked up a couple of endorsements uh, with companies um, and started going after guitar techniques, which means I would just, you know, immerse myself in guitar players and watching them physically, what they did and how they express themselves. Um, it, it was it was quite the undertaking. Yeah, I have watched your videos, and you do you do play it like a guitar. You know, it looks like you look like a guitarist up there, uh, jamming away uh, on it because it's you know shaped like a guitar. Yeah. It it has that vibe to it. What guitarist provided you with the the influence? You know, you mentioned. Please tell me Pete Townsend, you didn't smash the guitarist or the guitar. That yeah, would have been yeah. very you know, I, I'm just a little more practical than that. So yeah, huh. yeah. Um, it, it, yeah, my catalog of guitar players goes all the way back from uh, Segovia through Joe Pass to, of, of course, um, Eddie Van Halen, Django Reinhardt, Eric Clapton, Carlos Santana, because they all bring something different to the table Yeah, in what they do. And as a pianist, um, I really applied a lot, a lot of that technique into playing guitar. And I study musicians not for the for their solos. I study their thought process. Oh, interesting. You, you know, I think I think the first time I saw the guitar was uh, Utopia. Remember with uh, Todd Rundgren? They they had they played it for a while. I thought it was so cool. And then uh, just recently, John Baptiste on uh, on the Colbert show played it quite a bit. Um, so I mean, it's obviously not limited to a particular genre of music. And I've looked through your stuff, and you seem to play every genre. Oh, you've got a I huge mean, range. All of, and you're a, you're a great singer too, which doesn't seem fair. Yeah, thank you for that. Yeah, what you're a guitar player? You're, you're yeah, the, come on, you're roadie too. What's going on here? Greedy. Oh, you're I am greedy. the roadie. Yeah, that's that's another yeah, that's another story. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty much uh, self-contained. But you know, it's it's really good to see guys like Baptiste. Uh, out there uh, playing the keyboard. You know, you brought up Todd Rundgren, and I'd be remiss if I didn't say that his influence in electronic music is second to none. Yeah, I mean, he was so far ahead of the curve, you know, way before guitars were even thought of the way they are today. He was doing unique stuff. And then if you're going to go back and say, well, what about the guitar influence? One of my first influences was Edgar Winter, and he never played a guitar, oh, wow. but he wore this crazy... 40 pound keyboard around his neck to do Frankenstein. Yeah. You know? That's right. I forgot yeah, all about that. Oh, dude. And he's such a monster musician. You know, I mean, he's a great drummer. He's a great sax player. And he's a nice guy from the one time I had an interaction with him. He was really cool as well. We saw him at uh, when we were in college. Uh, Dave and I are 
you're not young. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're talking, you know, early eighties. I saw him right. in, uh, uh, at a place was called Mabel's. Oh, was he at Mabel's? And there were six people at the show. <laughs> and I felt so oh. bad for him because, you know, he was a huge star, yeah. uh, you know, a few years earlier than that. And Frankenstein is such a great song. And, you know, free riding, you know, he just, he he was a great musician too. You can just tell. Yeah, whenever yeah. I had to go to the bathroom, Sweet Papa John, I would always put that on the out. I, no, that was I'll, Johnny. I'll, oh, John, that was Johnny. That's, that's, oh, you're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> you're getting your winters all mixed up. So, you know, I can't decide what is cooler when you play guitar or play keyboards, doing the guitar riff or vice versa. When you play it like a guitar and it's a piano solo, what is you're on stage? What gets the you mentioned girls. So why don't we say here what 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 is the when you do it in front of an audience? What makes them ooh and ah the most? Is it you as a you know f- guitar first, then keyboarders, or vice versa? Neither. Actually, if we're gonna be if we're really gonna talk about audience attraction, it always starts with the voice. Oh, cool. There you go. Okay. Yeah, it, it's it's the voice. I you know, I, I'm a I'm a pretty proficient pianist as well, and my my live show is a combination. It's probably thirty thirty five percent guitar, and then the rest is uh, piano and voice. And I do other instruments on the keyboards as well. So you know, playing saxophones. And I, well, I should mention so that all of the all of the the work that you've seen of mine, I actually played every part and everything you've heard. Oh wow! And it's all keyboard and it's all keyboards. Wow. So what is the the music project that you're working on right now? What is your what is the genre that you're in at this moment? Because I know wow. it, it changes around. It, it changes like crazy. So I have a couple of different things that I'm doing right now. And, and really, one has nothing to do with the other. But the, the company that makes uh, and i and i will do a shameless plug if that's okay with you guys yeah Um, of course music labs is the company that makes the virtual guitar instruments uh that i play i am the product specialist for the company um i'm also the technical uh the technical advisor to the company truth be known that the center mode that i use on um for my keytaring um it was developed to, to my technique Oh wow! So I mean, really a great a great asset. But my one of my main projects I have now is um, I'm going to leave the I'm going to leave her name out at the moment until we're ready to talk about her. But I'm working with a Japanese uh, a Japanese female guitarist who is a Berkeley graduate, um, and and that's my current project to get her up to snuff. She's does she, her name rhyme with Shmoko Shmono? Uh, no, but it, it, oh. it, 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 because if it did, I would have to run like uh, like lazy, lazy. So yeah, okay. um, so that's that's one of my that's one of my current projects, and I'm I'm really trying to get reestablished back in the United States um, as a musician because I've made my career in Europe for the last Caribbean, the Caribbean and Europe for the last twenty five plus years. So you know, I went away no, with everybody knowing me, uh, and then came back to nobody knowing me. So now that. <laughs> That's the new, the new big push that I'm putting time into. Well, you know, your YouTube, I'm looking at your YouTube videos. You've got millions of views here. Yeah. So for, for people that may not know your work or the, you know, the guitar, what would be the best YouTube video do you think people should check out of your stuff? Is there like a, what's your white album? Wow, man. You know, I mean, this is, this is really rough. Um, and I, and I mean that sincerely. I mean, from my personal taste, um, I love my version of Stevie Wonder, Jeff Beck's "Cause We've Ended as Lovers." Mm. 
Um, that is uh, because it's special, but uh, but Stevie's special, and that's a you know whole. Stevie actually uses uh, our instruments as well, and Stevie's a fan of mine. And you know, I mean, which still uh, every time I say that, I feel I should never say that, but I, I just you know admire Stevie so um, absolute you know to the to the nth. Um, and another another real popular one is um, uh, still got the blues. That's that's mm-hmm. there's actually a live version of that that was not not on my page. That's that to actually see me do this live. I don't know if you if you guys have seen that version of Still Got the Blues. But really, to get started, just put Google, put Kitar Jeff in a Google browser. It'll bring up yeah. enough to. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah. About that. yeah, there's tons of. Them. So you keeping in touch with Stevie Wonder because I've got a Stevie Wonder story. Right. Um, you know, I'm I'm not. We're not. It's not like we're on a, a first name basis, but we we know each other. But I'd love to hear you, Stevie. Well, story. I was stuck in an elevator with him for about four minutes back in Champagne <laughs> in like 1985 or so. I'm at I'm at the hotel and I was actually delivering paper because I was working at Kinko's at the time. Jeff, right? This is a riveting story. Let me tell you. <laughs> so I'm in this elevator and with. I was I don't know what floor he gets on with his entourage it was like two people and then we went up like a floor and it stuck the elevator got stuck for like four minutes and the most amazing thing about this other than the fact that I'm in the elevator with Stevie Wonder is that his people that he was with I had like two I can't remember two or three people handlers they would give him word jumbles verbally so they'd go like you know STV whatever and then Stevie almost instantaneously would be able to unscramble the word and tell you what the word was. That is my Stevie Wonder story. Isn't that cool? Oh, yeah. I've, I'm, I'm stunned. <laughs> so next time next time you talk to Stevie Wonder, you go, remember back in 84 or whatever, you did word jumbles? Front See, of, you came on this thinking uh, you're going to be able the to The focal about point, yourself, but, it's, but yeah, it's about you know, me. This but, whole thing is about me. Yeah. So, you, you know, know, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, so I'm I'm looking at the you you're we're talking about uh, getting people excited about playing instruments, and you actually are uh, teaching a master class, aren't you? Yeah, I teach a I teach a, a one-on-one master class uh, in advanced improvisation. I, I call it apical improvisation. You know, you you when you when you go to school for music. You know, you really learn how to become a teacher unless you specialize in performance. But there's so much googly gop that's that's involved with music theory that it, it turns a lot of musicians off. And uh, my approach is really direct the shortest distance between two points. But then I incorporate different things into that, such as uh, dream programming and muscle memory. Mm-hmm. And which it, it does. It, it's really an accelerated process. Uh, to playing an instrument. Now, most of my musicians that I work with are professionals, everywhere from guys that are playing part-time, full-time to music professors. So it's it's a really great course, and there is nobody that teaches a course like I do. Dream programming. Mm-hmm. What is what does that mean? Well, you know, listen. There's 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 two ways of learning, right? But the, and they're combined, but people don't pay attention to it, and that's conscious and subconscious. And what I do is I train this. I train the subconscious as well. So I give my students exercises. To, here's an example, right? Taking pictures is part of that. So uh, either or both, you can do this. Close your eyes, both of you. Okay. And see either one of your parents. Okay. Okay. 
Okay, simple enough, right? You you can you can pull them back and you say, sure, I see my mom, I see my dad. Well, the same thing comes to music. It's like, well, so how do you get how do you develop it? If you watch how I play, you will not see me look down at the keys very often. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, that was for my first music lesson ever. I was told I couldn't look at the keys on the accordion because I was going to compete, and they took away points. So what I do is I have my musicians actually take pictures of when they're playing chords and when they're doing solos, be attentive to the fingerings, the positions, how your fingers feel. And then I give them that to practice at night before they go to bed and they take it in. They literally can program your dreams by doing that. Wow. That is totally cool. Wow. How do edibles fit into this? <laughs> can I take an edible and I go to dream or how, how does that well, work? Let me ask you a question. Can I come stay at your house because you're in a state that, let, that lets you have edibles? Yeah. Oh, that's right. You're, 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 yeah, you're uh, in Indiana. Indiana. Yeah. Yeah. Fat chance that's yeah. going to happen anytime soon. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, agreed. So, well, hey, um, that, I mean, that, anyway. that sounds very cool. I you just this whole uh, this whole kitar thing is fascinating if anybody wants to go out and check it out i mean not only do you you teach how to do it but if you were let's say you were uh meeting a kid who who likes guitar and likes uh piano and is considering playing the guitar what would be the thing that you would say this is why you should do it what give me your elevator pitch uh, let's pretend you're with Stevie Wonder yeah. in an elevator with Dave. <laughs> right. You're trapped. There's a word jumble yeah. going yeah. on. Stevie, before you do the next word yeah. jumble. The, the, <laughs> I would like to talk to you about the, the guitar. guitar. Right. What, what, yeah. Yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah, let me scramble anti disestablishment of Terry's and let's see how fast he comes. He could have done it. He could have done it. You know, my advice is well, first of all, you have to have a piano background to play guitar. You cannot right. do it without a piano background. Uh, second of all, you know, it's it's an instrument that what about accordion in, you mentioned accordion does that i started on i played the yeah. accordion for for five years i mean it, i i loved it i was i did my first competition before i was six you know i mean it, to me it was it were was you wearing fun. later hosen jeff i i, I um, please tell me you were yes, wearing later the, the garters were not good in those days <laughs> so, yeah the 70s it was yeah. tough yeah so you know i mean it really is it, it the the it's to come out of your shell. You know, that's a good reason to play guitar. Are you going to be a front person? Are you going to be a vocalist? What, you know, what your direction is to, to get out there and, and get over any fears that you might have. Okay. Oh. All right. You know, and be unique. I And that was the other answer that I was going to gravitate to on this. It's like, because on occasions people say, why don't you just play guitar? You know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I am a proficient keyboardist. I am a proficient uh, pianist. Um, but there's a million guys out there like that. Right, and yeah. there's a million great guitar players. So what makes them different from a marketing standpoint? Yeah. Can you, maybe a stupid question, can you play guitar, like regular guitar guitar? Nope. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> no. That yeah. is very cool. No. Uh, wow. What about guitar? What is the video game? Guitar play? Guitar what? Hero. Guitar Hero. How good are you on Guitar Hero? <laughs> Never played it. Okay. Yeah, don't do it. I, I have a friend that's a musician who said he played it and it screwed him up for weeks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, I, I, can, I, I, can only, I can only imagine. Well, well, Jeff, this has been fun. Thank you oh very much God, for great. coming on with us. I you know, wish we could have had you play, but you know how uh, the podcasting yeah. world is. We're not allowed to play music. Yeah. Um, um, so, But uh, uh, we, we uh, want people to go find you. Where is the best place to find you? on the internet uh, so people can enjoy your music 
Well, I would say uh, Google me, uh, Google me for on um, Kitar Jeff for the videos. And yeah, uh, again, if you don't mind a quick shameless plug, no, no. Hey, I'm no. looking for I'm looking for gigs, and my my solo gig, which I've done in Europe for for decades, you know, I play with the solo gig from anywhere from you know a handful of people to a thousand people a night. So it's it's a very versatile act. I sound like a real band, and uh, uh, please, I need a job. Otherwise, I'm going to be on the, <laughs> well, if otherwise, I'm going to be on the street with a bot with a spray well, bottle. So, if you're yeah. playing anywhere in the Chicago area, let us know because we'd love to yes. come out and watch you. Yeah, we'll uh, absolutely. We'll, we'll we're we're fans. Yeah. Thank so, you. Thanks for being on the show, Jeff. Thank you so much. All nice. Right. Have a great one. All right, buddy. Take it easy. That's a guitar. Jeff is his name. Good guy. Nice guy. Find him on the internet. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, um, so thanks thanks for Jeff being on the show. Uh, we've got people to thank. Yeah. Uh, let's thank our executive producer, Tony Lasano with opishows.com. Opi is hippo backwards, O-P-P-I-H-shows.com. Um, Kitar Jeff was booked by Brandon Herman. Thank yeah. you, Brandon, for uh, helping us out again. Uh, we're distributed by Ed Silla with Radio Misfits. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. Just move to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. And we'll be back again in um, uh, next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, next week. Well, whenever we feel like it. Uh, we'll be back again with another episode of Minutia Men Celebrity Interview. The preceding was a presentation of Opie Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opie Productions. Tony, can you shut up?